Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey friends, welcome to Inverse. My name's Justin. I'm the host of this podcast show if you're listening or a video show if you're watching. And we're very happy for your support all throughout the years and throughout each quarter and each season. We want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org and study the Inverse Bible Study Guide with us. We are in the topic of uh, Leviticus, (laughs) Inverse of (laughs) Leviticus. And uh, you can also watch the videos, the past videos, if you go to Hope. Uh, tv.org slash inverse and binge watch for the last six years, seven years that we've <laughs> been on. It's been that long, you guys. Yeah. We've been on for uh, quite a while and, and praise the Lord for for His blessing and your support. And then my friends coming in every w- week uh, to to record. We have Siku, we have Callie, and then we have that one over there named Jonathan. Uh, and we're <laughs> going we're to study the Bible. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. And Siku, can you ask for the Lord's blessing? Yes, let us pray. Loving Father, we ask that you would guide our thinking now as we're going to be delving into Scripture. Lord, help us to glean lessons that are going to be a blessing um, to us and that would make Mm. us a blessing to the world. And most importantly, help us to see a clearer picture of Jesus. We pray these things in your name. Amen. 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 And Jonathan, let's start reading from chapter 2 of Leviticus. And we want to encourage you to get your Bibles out, whether it's digital or analog or smokescreen, whatever you need. Uh, Chapter 2, verse 1, and we'll start reading from the Bible. All right. Leviticus 2 verse 1, When anyone offers a grain offering to the Lord, his offering shall be of fine flour, and he shall pour oil on it and put frankincense on it. He shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests, one of whom shall take from it uh, it his handful of fine flour and oil with all the frankincense. And the priest shall burn it as a memorial on the altar, an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering shall be Aaron's and his sons. It is most holy of the offerings to the Lord made by fire. All right. So we, we've talked about how Leviticus is hard. Uh, it's a bit weird, uh, but it's hard and weird because there's a, there's a deeper meaning to it. So then rather just seeing as those things, we need to kind of lose a little bit of, of uh, a brain, mm. brain material to get into it and Holy Spirit to guide us. And we've covered last week. Callie, what did we talk about last week? What, what was the... Talk about fire. Uh, talk about fire. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the burnt offering. We've talked enough, enough about fire. Well, what about fire? We talked about... <laughs> sorry. Talked about the burnt offering yep. and the, um, the completion of the sacrifice of Jesus yep. and the completion of our surrender to Him um, as a response to His sacrifice. Yeah, totally, us. totally. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cool... Uh, just, it's an... At the end of the day, it's an illustration right, yeah. of, of Jesus. And then we talked about there's five uh, offerings, and we got to look at how each one's a little different. We don't want to skim over. And so, please, if you're getting discouraged, don't get discouraged. It's only the, we're in the beginning of, of <laughs> we're in Leviticus 2, and so you can't get discouraged. Um, and then there's, so, there's something unique about this offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on your translation, there's different words for it. Uh, this one is called the grain offering. Uh, it's also called a meat offering. It's also with some other, other words for it, depending on your translation. Mm-hmm. But nothing dies here. And uh, so when you look at the five offerings, it's as if there are like five pieces, five strands of thread. Mm-hmm. 
Of the same, same rope. rope? Of the same rope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're, you're twisting it around. For a complete picture. For a complete picture. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're <laughs> telepathic here. Yeah. So, yeah, so all of this, you know, I'm like, and we see the rope, and I'm like, man, that's Jesus. He's awesome. But we're actually parsing out one thing at a time, and mm -hmm. no one offering is perfect, but we see different elements. And in some way, you're kind of getting a deeper understanding of the rope mm -hmm. by the, the microanalysis. So, in verse, or, uh, chapter 2, in verse 1, there's oil, there's flour, mm. there's frankincense. I don't know what frankincense is, but I'm assuming it smells really good mm -hmm. um, <laughs> because it talks about smell in verse 2. And then yes. verse 4, um, Callie, can you read from verse 4 onwards? Mm -hmm. And if you bring as an offering a grain offering baked in the oven, it shall be unleavened cakes of fine flour mixed with oil or unleavened wafers anointed with oil. But if your offering is a grain offering baked in a pan, it shall be a fine flour, unleavened, mixed with oil. You shall break it. Oh, yeah, no, go, go okay. for it. Yep. You shall break it in pieces and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. Yeah, it's um. So so the first offering is just more like you know types of animals and burning them in fire <laughs> and until they're ashes. Mm -hmm. This one sounds more like a recipe. Yeah, you're baking. You're baking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? The, the grain offerings uh, are have not so much to do with atonement. Okay. It's more as an offering of thanksgiving and support, you know, to the ministry of the sanctuary, but also a thanksgiving to God. Yeah. Uh, and while it does represent, you know, um, Jesus as well, it is the the focus here is not on obtaining. Um, atonement, mm -hmm. obtaining uh, forgiveness for sins, mm -hmm. because that always requires the blood of, you know, an animal, mm -hmm. uh, the death of an animal, as a, you know, in, in, in this context, symbolizing the death of Christ. But here, this is the giving of, uh, uh, you know, returning in a way to, to, to God, uh, my thanksgiving and also my support to the priesthood, because, mm -hmm. I mean, these, these guys had to live somehow as well. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, uh, the grain offering has, is not an offering for atonement, an offering of Thanksgiving. I, I love I love this one because maybe it's not as gory and bloody <laughs> and, and, and surgical as the yeah. other ones because it's like, you know, the entrails and you show, you know, all the way. This one's just like, hey, uh, dash up, you know, this and a little of this <laughs> and you put in a you know, kitchen mate and then you know, so on uh, a larger picture without being so flippant, it's um, there are some cultures out there and mm -hmm. I and, and one of those cultures that where food is just huge. Mm -hmm. So when you meet someone, you have to eat. When you leave, you have to eat. When you greet someone, did you eat? <laughs> or when you say goodbye, you're like, well, hope you ate well. Like eating is such a crucial part of mm -hmm. the culture, of the fabric. Whereas there's other cultures out there like, you know, you can be sitting and hanging out with them for all day and they don't even ask if you're hungry or if you want, they're not, they don't even go to the kitchen and these, these cultures are to be despised. <laughs> <laughs> for their lack of, of complexity. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Korean culture is very revolved around hospitality and about food. Mm. The Middle East was very big on food, mm. and maybe some of you guys are, are part of these cultures that, that, are, that have similar. And, then, and it's, it's in, in many ways, it's very superficial. Like It's like, hey, there's just an exchange of food, but with that cultural background, this exchange of food is huge. Yeah. Uh, there's a relationship being bound here. Mm -hmm. um, what other elements do you see, Siku? Um, we, we didn't get there yet quite, but... Oh, let's go. Let's keep, yeah. keep reading. Okay. Yeah. Um, should, I keep, should I keep reading so yep, we get there? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. Um, no grain offering. Where, verse where 11. You? Verse 11, uh, okay. 
I'm just keeping reading. Okay. okay. Verse 11, no grain offering which you bring to the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you shall burn no leaven nor any honey in any offering to the Lord made by fire. As for the offering of the first fruits, you shall offer them to the Lord, but they shall not be burned on the altar for a sweet aroma. And every offering of your grain offering, you shall season with salt. You shall not allow the salt of the covenant of your God to be lacking from your grain offering. With all your offerings, you shall offer salt. Mm. If you offer a grain offering of your first fruits to the Lord, you shall offer for the grain offering of your first roots green heads of grain roasted on the fire, grain beaten from full heads, and you shall put oil on it and lay frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. Then the priest shall burn the memorial portion, part of its beaten grain and part of its oil with all the frankincense as an offering made by fire to the mm. Lord. Um, so I was the, the, it was the last verse that I wanted oh, to okay. point out. <laughs> so All right. Yeah, no, cool. Um, although there are a lot of um, yes. differences already. Um, the one that I was thinking of was the, a difference between the one we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. um, for last week, it was the whole thing was burned. Yes. Whereas here, there's a portion that's given to the priest to be eaten, and there's a portion that's burned up mm -hmm. in the fire. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a difference um, in, in the offerings where, like what Jonathan was talking about, Part of this was for sustenance of the priesthood, mm -hmm. um, but it was an offering that was being made to God, you mm -hmm. know, that was to be burnt. So like there's, an, there's that element of like a sacrifice um, that is burnt on an altar towards God. Mm -hmm. um, and like you pointed out that there was, no, um, there was no blood involved, so it's not a person per se, um, but it's a thing, right? And so whereas last week um, talking about offering, life. giving of ourselves, mm. right? Like mm. Christ gave himself and in response, we give of ourselves. But this is talking about the things that we bring to God mm. as a sacrifice to him. So it's giving of not just all that we are, but giving all that we have mm. to God, the symbolic of giving all we have to God. Mm -hmm. And in giving to God, in this distinction between that, that part that is burnt on the altar and that part that goes to the priesthood, that it shows how giving to God, um, yes, it's given to God and it's burnt, burnt on an altar, but a way that that giving is manifested is in giving to God's mm -hmm. workers, like mm -hmm. is giving to the work, right? Mm -hmm. um, so giving of all that we have in giving to God, we give to His work. Mm -hmm. That's uh, I mean, it's just a very powerful, uh, profound point when you compare the first and second second and um, uh, uh, offerings. Mm -hmm. One is being, and one is ownership of all that you have, mm -hmm. and 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 it's 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 a it's a I mean it. The, the, the Leviticus is, is just saying, hey, by the way, you have to give your life and then all that you have. I mean, it's just getting more and more and more, I guess, yeah. is, is where it's getting. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing is that there are elements in even in this offering that point to Jesus, yes. um, signifying that even what you have is the Lord's and even what That's you right. have, you have it because of God's goodness towards you. So, for example, the fact that it has to be unleavened, you know, yes. that refers to the, you know, the purity of Christ and His sacrifice. Yes. Um, you know, there's also talking about the beaten grain. Jesus, you know, was beaten for us. He was, you know, broken for our sins. Um, so there, there are these elements that, that that point to Christ within this offering, even though it's not an offering for atonement. It shows us that um, even what you have, you know, is you have because of God's mercy yeah. and grace for you. Yeah. And so you're really returning what is His. It's almost, you know, about tithe and offering when we talk about this. This, this is, these are elements, elements that, 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 mm -hmm. that play into that reality, even for us today. And so for me, practically, I want to I wanna take a step back and realize, okay, yes, I might, I might have a salary or, you know, all these things that I have, but really it's all Lord, the Lord's, and 
in response to his goodness to me, how much, how much am I giving back, sure. you know? And we have to understand that the system that was set up here was not to enrich the Levites or the priests. It was to sustain them so they can continue the ministry yes. uh, that is to be done. And that's, that's ideally how it is to be done in a church as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and with all full disclosure, I am a pastor. Mm. Uh, and, no way. And, <laughs> and I, when I was younger, I was very, very negative towards pastors. Mm-hmm. Uh, very negative towards the, the priesthood, if you will. Mm. Uh, saw all sorts of inconsistencies, criticism, you know, and, and, and for one side, objectively, there were some bad pastors out there. Uh, subjectively, I got issues going on in, in me too, right? So there's, there's the do element. Thank, thank you, uh, no, well. Seeku, for the sound effects. We all do. We all do. We all do. Some more than others. Um, wow, okay. <laughs> And your story, Justin. And, 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 and me being more negative towards that, mm. ultimately at the, at the end of the day, it goes back to my attitude towards, uh, attitude, uh, towards God. Mm. Uh, the, the, the priesthood is uh, those who work for the Lord's uh, vineyard are, are within God's care. And should they you know, have financial, you know, all the junk and, and, and whatever junk that they do, God is in charge of that. And it's my lack of trust of that. It's my lack of whatever. It's not within my purview to be that, unless the Lord calls me for, you know, when we go to heaven to, I, I don't know, I don't know. But on this side, uh, on, it's not my thing. And, uh, and I guess the question is, is this, uh, the, the question to myself is this. It was such a great, um, oh, man, I'm having a hard time articulating it, but a great test of my faith mm. that can God, God said, can I bless even using faulty human beings? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, you can. Am I not be blessing uh, through you? And I'm like, well, I'm the most faultiest mm-hmm. of all. Yeah, Lord. And it just, I mean, it just, it was a hard thing. And so me and, and supporting pastors, supporting priests or whatever, it's just not a, like another, another donation. There's a spiritual element that's a litmus test for us. Yes. It's a clear, 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 clear litmus test that we see. And then here, we should take care yes. of those who give their lives to God. Mm-hmm. And here, and the great irony, I think, is that I'm now a pastor. <laughs> uh, and so just, yeah, that's, that's the disclaimer. I know I'm in this, and we're like, well, you're supposed to say that. Well, I, I just, I, I've struggled for very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, and then without getting into the more personal things, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a rebuke, my call as a pastor, mm. to that, to be reminded of that. And the, and the Lord... Is, is very merciful. You know, in the call for these sacrifices and offerings, I, uh, I see also um, a call to stop trusting in self mm. and stop trusting in what you have, because that's what we do, right? We're like, okay, I have a car, I have a house, like I, I have to have all these things to make it through life. That's, that's the thinking. But God is saying, you know, Matthew 6 comes there and you know, like, yes, all these things, I know you need those, but make the kingdom of God first, mm. right? Like trust in me first. Mm. And um, I've experienced in my personal life through, you know, the giving of tithes and offerings. And, you know, sometimes um, sometimes I don't do it for like a month or two and then it accumulates, right? And the sum gets bigger and bigger and then you <laughs> give. But it's almost, uh, I've come to a point where like, it's almost like I enjoy giving more, mm. be, not because I'll have less after, but because I know God will provide even when I lose this, you know, quote unquote, big sum. Yeah. It's like, a million dollars. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. it's just um, it's it's an it's an awesome experience to to see how God provides even with 
you know, when you when you might have on, on paper less, yeah. he provides more. And he teaches you like, stop trusting in your things. Yeah. Don't worry about these things. Yes, the whole world is all focused on materialism and money and all these things, but there is a, a grander reality you can be in than the one of I need to obtain and I need to gain and I need to you know increase. The the the, the grander reality is like you get to have this covenant relationship with the Lord of the universe who can provide anything, you know, like don't worry about it. Yeah. So I think he was teaching the Israelites this in the context of the desert, you know, yeah. like they had so little already and then they have to like deal with all that. Um, they learn to trust God and, and in the same way today, you know, we don't have this system anymore, but we do have offering and, yeah. and giving of our time and stewardship. We had a whole quarter on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we learn to, we learn to live in that grander reality yeah. of trusting God. There is a level of me that we're like, they had these rituals back then, yeah. that these rituals, we can be very critical in our modern context. We're like, oh, they're so primitive. They had these rituals. Mm -hmm. But these rituals carried so much weight and so much lessons and so yeah. much values in them, all that you're talking yeah. about. And they, they were so experiential in them. Yes. And I mean, that's, and, and, and it's, it's very arrogant for us to say, well, they did that all legalistically. They didn't know any of the meeting. They just went through the motions of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some powerful, potent uh, experiences attached through, through the, the, the actions and, yeah. and, and whatnot. I mean, we have it today through cooking. I mean, ir ironically, through our pets, through our whatnot. And, and kind of contemporary society is lost because mm -hmm. we don't have any rituals. So we have a loss of values and we're just like, where is the meaning of things? I just want an experience. and then. <laughs> And then so we're going back to rituals and not understanding their meaning. So we're just we're in this mess right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and if we were, they may be criticizing us. And we're like, oh, those future descendants of ours have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. They're lost. Uh, but there's some power. Uh, there's power not to extol the ritual above Jesus at all, but mm -hmm. just saying that there is, there yeah. is the medium is, is a good one. Yeah, just backtracking a little bit to Jonathan's, mm. um, something that he said maybe two, three comments ago, but you alluded to it again. And so it's ringing my mind about this how when we give, we're only mirroring what God has done. Mm. Yes. Um, and God, who you talked about the, the ruler of the universe, mm -hmm. the owner of all things, you know, mm -hmm. and he says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Like, and Jesus, you know, he talks about, he's, he was, he's not only the one who created, but um, he's the sustainer of all things. And when God gave Jesus to be our sacrifice on the cross, um, Yes, he gave all that he is, mm. right? His whole person, but he gave all that he has mm -hmm. in Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Because if Jesus is the sustainer of all things, he gave everything that he has mm -hmm. for our salvation. Mm -hmm. um, and so when, when we're being called to give not all that we are, but all that we have to him, it's because he has done this already. Um, so giving all that we have, it doesn't necessarily mean like you sell everything, right? You can go sell everything and give to the poor and then come and follow me, like be paupers. Um, but it's in that recognition that the mm -hmm. car that I own is God's, mm -hmm. right? Um, the house that I live in is God's. Mm -hmm. And so everything that I have is a living sacrifice to God. Like I live in this house, but it is God's, mm -hmm. right? And so there is the portion that I give for the susten sustenance of the work, you know, to the priesthood that we we're talking about. But everything that I have, that I have in my possession is God's. And as I live on this earth, I need to live in a way as a steward mm -hmm. of the things that are God's, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and it changes the way that we interact. It changes the way that I interact with my possessions. Yeah. And if God so blesses me with possessions to the point that my tithe is a million dollars, 
the rest of the sum is also God's, mm -hmm. you know, just not just the million dollars, but mm -hmm. all of it is God's for His yeah. use. Yeah. It, it, the giving is the is the is the is the primary lesson that I'm getting out of this. Uh, it's you're either giving or you're receiving. Yeah, and I mentioned this before. I'm going to use it again because I like this illustration. Uh, like we have, there's two entities in the universe. You have suns and stars that give, 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 and you have black holes that just take, 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 take. And Jesus is in the business of converting black holes into stars to give. Mm -hmm. um, how do you know? What's a great rubric to know? if you are a giver or a taker? Mm. Not just in terms of money, mm -hmm. but also in person's energy. And, yeah. and maybe I'm talking right, too much right now. I'm just talking, <laughs> talking, 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 talking. Or in just, you know, there are people who naturally just, they take, you know, yeah. you, gotta, you know what I'm talking about? Just, uh -huh. You come into yeah. the room and they're just sucking all the air <laughs> and they're just they're taker, 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 yeah. takers. Siku knows, you know, a lot of them. Um, <laughs> how do you know if you're one? It's mm. a good question. I mean, it comes down to... If you don't know any, that, then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you're the one. <laughs> maybe you're the one. No, <laughs> no I was going to say, I think we all... At, it comes down to the question of, you know, um, where is your focus? Mm. Uh, naturally, we all are selfish, self-centered, and we want to gain and, and get the best advantage and whatever, whatever. Um, and I think someone who, who is more of a giver uh, is really someone who understands... God's love, because mm. God's love is the th only only method that can transform my heart to become a natural giver. You can give out of a selfish reason mm. to look good. I mean, and uh, um, philanthropy, you know, is out there, and it's like you you have all this money. Well, you can make yourself look even better if you give and do this and that. But a, a true giver, you know, a giver in the in the eyes of God is someone who who gives genuinely out of a heart of love, and that. You know, the question is, you, ask, you gotta ask yourself, do I know God's love? And is that the motivating factor in, in how I live life? Um, and I'll be honest, like there is, to, this, is, this is an ongoing, like it's an ongoing thing you learn because selfishness has- It's not eliminated. It's not eliminated in an instant. Mm. Uh, while we are on God's side, we are still, you know, working through it and He's transforming us, but it is through the experience, the daily experience of, of selflessness yeah. is where we are transformed. And it's all grace induced and, you know, grace empowered and spirit empowered. But when we choose to engage in that, mm -hmm. that's when we experience God. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's for me, like I have to sometimes, you know, we we have like a you know a small group that comes to our home every week and I love everybody on that and it's like it's a great time but sometimes I'm really tired you know and I'm like oh, today I just want to not do this can we just not do this but then you know I'm like no let's let's do this and every time we choose to give because we give we cook we we serve you know it's such a blessing mm -hmm. uh, and even when we when we feel like we deserve a rest you know um, or we just want a break uh, when we choose to be giving that's when we start living. You know, it's just a, a powerful... Say that again? Yeah. I, that's, that rhymed. When, when did we you choose... Mean to, did you mean? Yeah, when we choose... To be giving. Be giving, that's, that's when we start living. Giving is living. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's yeah. good. I, is, I, that, I, is that something original, or is that like on a pillow somewhere? <laughs> it's not on, on the, the pillow, pillow in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say, the, in, 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 the, in this text that we read, um, that the offering that is given, it's mingled with frankincense, yeah. which mm. is... Mm -hmm. um, a, it's a smell, right? Yep. Like, and, and when you burn it, like you, you, the room is filled with this, you know, scent, a, a pleasant scent, yeah. um, which is, so when you talked about, 
you know, you walk in the room, are you sucking energy or are you like giving, <laughs> giving, forth. giving forth energy? Like mm. that, that, that's what it cool. evoked in my mind, oh, you cool. know, like you want, and I think the moment, that's so cool. yeah, like when you become, the moment you're thinking and you, you want to be that frankincense, like you want to be an energy inducer, like you want to be a saver of life, yeah. you know, when yes. you come in the room that is the beginning of then you know you're go you go to Jesus yeah. for that like you can't do it but like just the desire to be that yeah. i think is the starting point like i want to be somebody that walks yeah. in a room and lights up a room by my presence i don't have to be loud you know i don't have to be outgoing yeah. but something about my demeanor you know livens up the room that even if you have nothing to give you still have something to give yeah, yeah. yeah. what's the opposite yeah. of, a, of a of a frankincense <laughs> What's, do, do, do. you know, like <laughs> know. air purifier? I mean, the, the, the best stop of the Anyway, Kelly, bring us back. Um, well, just an overarching thing, going back to the original question of like, how do you know which one you are? I kind of took it as the general principle of just like, had, there's just an element of self-deception that's involved. Because mm. you might think you're a giver. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think around, everyone will think they're givers. Yeah, we're like, yeah. oh yeah, we're all taking Everyone's yeah. around them like, you're yeah. not a giver. <laughs> right, so how do you know? Um, yeah. And I, whether it's about this or other things, I sometimes have a lot of anxiety and fear about too, because like, man, I think I'm this way, but like, am I? I don't actually know. <laughs> because self-deception is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And whether you are intentionally self-deceived or you know whatever it yes. is, or selfishness, blah, blah, blah. And so what I take great comfort in is that Jesus is not deceived by me. Hmm. And Jesus' default is to be truthful towards me, about me. Mm -hmm. And so if I go to Jesus and I ask him, Lord, please open my eyes to myself, he will do that. Mm. And he will do it to the level that I can handle it and to the degree and at the timing mm. that he can transform me and teach me. Mm -hmm. So he's not gonna show me all the terrible things about me at one moment. We pray as God, cause I'd probably pass out. But he will say, yes, you know, I know you think you do all these things for all these selfless reasons. Um, you're actually not. Um, there's, mm. th there's this, and we're, I'm going to work on that with you. It'll be great. We're going to do it together. And so it's... So the act may not change, but the motive and the heart does change mm -hmm. in the midst of it. Absolutely, because yep. we can be givers from yep. a very manipulative standpoint, yep. mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, your actions might be the same, and you're like, oh, I experienced this transformation of life, and people are like, you look the same as last month. I'm confused. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you and Jesus know that you... Mm completely changed on mm -hmm. the inside. Mm -hmm. I, I love this uh, this uh, offering because it just sounds like a recipe. Mm -hmm. I love that there is in verse 11, that you shall burn no leaven nor any honey in any offering. And then in verse 13, mm. you shall not allow the salt of the covenant your God to be lacking. So do not put any honey, but add salt. So you're savory. So you're, do not be a, a sugary, a sweet person. Be a savory person. And I have a <laughs> biblical justification I'm with you for on that. this. Amen, we praise God. And aren't you happy there's no salad? There's, There's no cilantro <laughs> here uh, anywhere in the Bible. Yes, yes, yes. That's that is so that's cilantro is not biblical. Right <laughs> that's a um, sermon in itself. It, the, 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 the offering, though, it, 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 it emphasizes that we need to eat this mm -hmm. and uh, eating component and to be eating uh, eating throughout the Bible is is a good thing, especially the Word of God yeah. uh, on a daily basis. And 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 I would say eating meat. Not eating, you know, fleshly, you know, you know, animals that, are, that have been, uh, you know, partially decomposing, but eating the the meat of God's word on yeah. a daily basis, 
and seasoned in the right way with frankincense that's going outwards, that's salt, that's preservative in nature, uh, honey that's not, uh, has no danger of fermentation uh, or being sweet, uh, <laughs> being savory. Uh, there, there's a component of, of, of di digesting and, and, and this is a part of it. As human beings, we, we eat. And I just love that the Bible uses this as a motif. Practical. It's practical, it's very mm -hmm. practical. Mm -hmm. On that note, we want to encourage you to stay in the Bible verse and eat on a daily basis. We are going chapter by chapter, well, some of the chapters in the book of Leviticus, and they all point to the ministry and the sacrifice and the life and the resurrection, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And hopefully this has been an encouragement to you. If it is, you want to join us on our social media channels and let us know how are we doing, how are you doing in our journey in the book of Leviticus. We'll continue next week as we look at Leviticus chapter 3 and continuing on the five sacrifices that point to the cross of Jesus. We'll see you next week here on Inverse. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag InverseBible. Until next time, this is inverse.